On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Chris. I'm Lissa. I was tempted to stop this and start it again because I feel like each one of your intros gets worse as the weeks go by. Why was that one bad? Stupid. It sounded dumb. sounded forced. I didn't like it. And I'm sure the audience didn't appreciate it either. We can restart it. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Chris, and sitting next to me... I'm Lissa. I was trying for Macho Man. I don't know what. Something came out. It's just... Sometimes you just can't control what comes out. I don't... Okay. So that's our podcast for this evening. I hope everybody enjoyed it since Lissa didn't bring the funk. And I think that I'm the only one who's bringing the funk. I think what you just came with, if that's the funk, I don't want it. You know, so we want the funk. I don't want that. Well, funk. then strip my name off this podcast and you can have it on your own talking to yourself about the rock. <sighs> that's a dream. That podcast will be named later and that will be a spawn of this one. Hmm. You can think about yeah, the name later. Now All right. I, now I'm stuck so on So how's it going? It's going well, little boo-boo. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I have to admit that the weather has got me in a mood. Why? I'm I'm your sunshine. Oh, God. Now we really need to stop. <laughs> so stupid. No, it's just dreary outside. It's rainy. The but wind's been blowing. It's just sunny sucks. in here. And I'm the sun. Look at me shining all bright and shit. If anything's shining, it's my head because yeah. I put Vaseline on my head. So yeah, I have there's... Vaseline on my face. All right. So we have the sun shining here, together. but outside it's it's a pretty crappy day. No, it's not. It's the just, weather is crap. It's it's a good day. I've been out there all day today sitting on the chair, reading, doing things. You haven't the, done shit. You've been reading outside. Formations. You've been reading outside and sitting outside. Don't say you've been doing I meditated things. a couple of times. I looked at the cloud formations. I identified cumulonimbus. Oh, my God. Actually, I don't think they're cumulonimbus because they're low, low-lying, low like, gray storm clouds. But And that's exactly cool. why people it's tuned cool. in to listen to us because they wanted to hear your earth science lessons. Would you like to know something, a f- funny story I, no. Yes, you do. No, absolutely yes, not. Yes, you do. It involves clouds. I worked for National Geographic. <laughs> no such thing as a funny story in clouds. It is. And occasionally we would get hate mail. And I work for the kids' website. So, like, not much we were posting was controversial. It was like cute sloths and uh, look at these baby pandas. It was a fun job. But I put together a slideshow of our gallery, photo gallery of clouds, different cloud formations. And one of the clouds I included was, um, shoot, now I'm forgetting the name of them, the the streaky clouds. You're not looking for me for something. This is the problem with your story. You said it was going to be something Give me funny. Your phone. I know. No, anyway, no, no. And I knew you had nothing to the no, story this is and you were going to fail midway through. Anyway, so whatever these clouds are called, I can't think of the name right now, but um, they are 
Oh, now I know chemtrail. So it's not the chemtrail cloud. It is a cloud that lo it's those those just lines that are not chemicals. But anyway, so someone reached out to us and they were like, "How dare you identify that cloud as something else outside of a chemtrail? You're going to hell for identifying this as a chemtrail." And I was like, "Of all the things I've done in my life, if I am going to go to hell, it won't be for a chemtrail." And what chemtrails are, people think that the government is like poisoning people and they're they're putting it out in the environment through uh, planes, thus leaving a trail of chemicals in the air. And your boy Dick Gregory mm -hmm. is a uh, was believer. A. Oh, he died? Yeah, he go. He was a believer in this theory. And if I'm not mistaken, so was Prince, but that might be... Okay. Back to your want to hear something funny. That's not funny. That's sad. And that that is a perfect example of how you can look back and see how our country is in the shape it's Devolving. in right now. Devolving? Yeah. Because someone said that. You're going to hell because you didn't identify a cloud like they to their liking. found our email address that was probably it's buried insane. on the website somewhere and then emailed it to tell us that we were, we were being sinful for misidentifying a cloud. That's terrible. Yeah. Fun story. It's not funny or, or fun? It was funny it's for sad. me because I thought it was funny. And it was directed at me since I put it together. Yeah. All right. So off clouds, let's talk about this uh, weekend in our... Uh, there were some birds <laughs> that just went over our house right now. That we call those like in this house the crisp birds. No, They're that crows. wasn't the... Uh-uh. It is. It's just a different type of... It's just calling a different call. It was not calling. It's uh-uh. I call that the Chris bird because if you if, say, if you if, know me, if you know Chris, like Chris, do you want to go do this? Uh -uh. Right. Do you want to go do this thing? Uh -uh. Exactly. Can you taste this? Uh -uh. Yep. I love that bird. It speaks to my soul. Yeah, that's your that's your uh, your twin <laughs> animal. So let's talk about this weekend before we get into our main topic. Mm -hmm. What did we do this weekend? What did we do? Well, yesterday we did something. What did Yesterday, you do? Yesterday, I completed a goal. Oh, yes. Yes. After, you you say it then. You're going to ask me that question, like setting yourself up? No, no, no. I was just talking about this weekend. Uh -huh. uh, the goal I completed, one of the one of my goals this year was to uh, volunteer for another organization. And I am a part of the NAACP Prince William chapter. And I volunteered yesterday. Actually, we volunteered yesterday to help clean up um, a slave cemetery um, and there's a lot to go with this because this cemetery that we're talking about unfortunately is not marked you can't tell who's buried where how many people are buried um, it wasn't taken care of for years and um, this really cool organization you know came together and they started working on you know cleaning up the cemetery and asking for help volunteers to you know get it recognized as you know what it should be uh, a national uh, historic site and so that they can get you know funding for it and so we did that yesterday um, there wasn't much we could do because say, it yeah. was such a it was like their big event I guess for the year they had a cookout afterwards as well so people came out in full force so by the time we got there most there was of the, nothing yeah, most, for us most to most do things, but yeah. to, to learn about it from the individual who was, was kind of like leading the outreach of this project, I think it started, they, they started, they learned about it in 
earlier than 2015 and then they started clearing it out after 2015 so it's been four years she said that it was in a really bad shape before and this was this was a good place you know compared to what it used to look like and when to think about because i was expecting there to be graves yeah me too for us to to clear off and and beautify and when you look at the field, it was nothing. It was, it was just a dirt grass. Patch. Yeah. No, it was dirt. It and wasn't even grass. She pointed over to the middle area and was like, "Most of the slaves are buried in that middle area." With and it just like when she said that to me, it it like it hit me, gave me goosebumps because I was thinking, what? Not that I'm like all about pomp and circumstance of like burial burials and all of that, but it's just symbolic of the the work that has been done to build this country up and the and the lack of glory that yeah. people who glory we, hmm. I didn't mean to go there the yeah. the people who help build this nation are unrecognized and I think that's a travesty which is why we've gotten into the routine of toasting one of the reasons why we we've always toasted our ancestors what, you're to- toasting as in like yeah. having a drink yeah when we drink we toast to our ancestors because yeah. I and I'm I'm believe you agree with me that we we got to where we are today because of all of the people who survived in the past and it takes a lot to survive this life you know of course and particularly back in the day when there were we didn't have medicine we didn't have uh running water we Mm -hmm. were forced into labor my family wasn't but uh so to to honor our ancestors yeah as often as we can because we wouldn't be here without them so we try to live in honor of our ancestors and in service of our descendants that's our new toast i don't like the last part of that i do i'm all about in service but you want to live a world that makes you want to make the leave the world a better place than than i know but i'm all about i just want to i just want to give all the love to the ancestors that's it all love all praise be to them that's all i care about but i get what you're saying of course uh, but back to the cemetery, that that kind of put me in a mood yesterday for a little bit because it just it was just so sad. I mean, there's so much history in this dirt patch, and you have no idea what's there. You have absolutely no idea the lives that these people lived, and who knows who they were, who knows their story, who knows anything, uh, except for there's a patch over there, and... There's graves. There's people buried there. And that's it. So that's sad. Um, But, you know, we did volunteer there yesterday, and that won't be the last time we're involved with them. So we'll we'll keep you guys updated if there's anything we can do to... What do you plan to do now? um, You brought up a good idea about reaching out to certain people in the, you know, government or council and seeing if we can't spread more more light uh, into this whole thing about trying to... Get them recognized. I mean, I don't know how much you can do, but I know there's more. Mm-hmm. So we'll look into it and see what's up. But So that was yesterday. That was on Saturday, today being Sunday. And then Sunday morning we volunteered at the homeless shelter, um, which is something that we've talked about on this podcast before, and that's, you know, something we do. Nothing special about that. I mean, it is, it is special. But no, it's not really. It's just we're talking about our weekend. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's special, like – it, for me, I enjoy doing it, yeah. and it means a lot to help other people. Um, big news coming from me is that Who, Tuesday what, where? is my last 
uh, work day of the wah, 2019 wah, 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 wah. school year. So hey, I am so happy. I just, I'm ready. I'm ready to put this baby to bed this school year and just move on because. I'm going to feed Curly. Hold yeah. on. Curly's been tap dancing in the kitchen, meaning he wants food, and it's kind of annoying to see him next to us tap dancing like that, so Alyssa wants to go feed him. But, yeah, if any teachers are listening to this, you guys already know. It's it's June 9th, and we are so done right now. And You've been done. I mean, we're done. You get to a certain point where the weather starts to get really nice and really hot, and you can't do anything but think about summer. So... Um, I get to check out on Tuesday, and then I'm done, done. So, yeah, that's my big news. What about you? On Tuesday, I am going to be at the – it's the Democratic primaries in Virginia, and I will be at a nearby polling location from 4.45 until 8 445 4.45 in the morning until 8 o'clock at night when we wrap up. Yep. <sighs> hey, you signed up for it. I signed up for this when I was I went to a citizenship ceremony. Well, actually, it wasn't the citizenship ceremony. It was some other time when I was registering voters. And I noticed on the voter registration application that there is a checkbox that says, do you want to be an election officer? And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. So I was talking to one of my fellow League of Women Voters, and they mentioned that they had reached out to the county and had not heard anything. And I was like, I'll do this. This sounds fun. Like election day, being at the polls, like helping run things so that they're smoother. And we all should participate in strengthening our democracy. And then I reached out to the local election office. They responded to me immediately. <laughs> and we, uh, I got trained. I put my hand on something and swore to the, to uphold the. What was that thing? Uh, no, it wasn't a Bible. I think uh, I just put my hand up. I didn't put on anything. I lied. I put my hand up and I read some allegiance to the Constitution and upholding, I don't know, some bullshit laws, and that aren't being. I think they should be such bullshit. You're about to do it. Well, I'm. I'm joking. I'm. I'm. I say that because if certain, if the highest people in our government don't have to uphold the laws, it's really interesting that Mm, talk about it. Piss ants like myself are expected to, but no matter what, I am there to uphold the Constitution in some way, and yeah, I'm gonna be there. And the fun thing is, I get paid a small stipend, and I didn't realize I thought it was just a volunteer gig. And here I'm gonna get like a little bit of money. Who knew? I mean, you work in damn near 16 hours. They better give you something. Something. We can't leave. We we have to eat there. I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm, I eat all the time and I'm tired. So, and that's going to be a weird day because you're doing that all, all day, and all day on Tuesday. So I won't see you then. And first thing, um, Wednesday morning, I'm on a flight to Green Bay mm-hmm. and I'll be there for a couple of days. So, um, it'll be an interesting week. Uh, I'm sure we we'll have sh- lots to talk about next week on our podcast. Ships passing in the night. Sure. That occasionally happens. And last week was really busy. I had a huge event at work. It's our yearly thing. And like a couple weeks leading up to it, just very busy setting all the digital stuff up. So finally that was over and it was like, ah, summer's here. I can let loose a little bit. And all this is going on when we're trying to fit in our uh, yearly watch of the unit. 
Yearly Watch the Unit, Refinancing Our House. Yeah. End of year. My there's something about I don't I don't know if I believe in like like I don't know. Like some people like see butterflies and it's their re- dead relatives. May, there's something about May that's like special significant life events happen in May and I may have brought this up on a previous podcast, but like we got married, job situations. Like, there's just something about May that it's like a renewal. Mm-hmm. And also, a, a number of deaths have happened in our family. Did I say our anniversary? Yeah, Maybe. You did. But it's just uh, May is significant. Yeah. For some Busy. reason, I can't, I don't know what it is, but it is. Mm. And it has been. And now, slowing down a bit, maybe. Um, it's slowing down a bit. Uh, so it seems, uh, but it's not slowing down enough for us to appreciate food. Mm-hmm. And so I'm off of my restricted diet. I'm still eating, you know, very healthy and stuff like that, but I'm not nearly as strict as I was. But we happened to get blessed by Facebook and they ran an ad about a local taco shop by our house. And we tried their tacos last night and they were phenomenal. Amazing! It's yeah. a halal taco shop, and why do you sound so unnatural saying that? Halal, halal, halal. halal. Oh god! <laughs> Jeez! It's a halal taco. Sorry if I'm being disrespectful, but that's. Well, you leaned into it now, yeah. so you might as well. I, go ahead I took and... a dump on religions a couple episodes ago, so that was pretty bad. Yeah, more of the Catholic Church, but nonetheless, this taco place. Really, uh... I mean, they just had great... I, I love crunchy ta- tacos. I don't eat soft tacos. I think it's a waste and disgusting. But crunchy tacos, their crunchy shells were really good. It's in the mall, which is funny because we... Usually you don't have good places We in the haven't mall. been to Manassas Mall in the longest time. And it's where the arcade used to be. And this the woman behind the counter, I we assume she's the owner. She was so nice. She was like... Please tell everyone about us. We hope you'll be back. And just based on her attitude, like we knew we would. Hold. That would be our dogs fighting over what Lissa and I fight over, which would be food. Um, I believe the chaos is over now. Uh, they were barking yeah, at each happening. other because Curly had some food and Optimus wanted it. And they were just pain. This in is why Optimus is the worst dog ever. Uh, you said it, not me. You, you found them. Uh, we're not going to get into this. Um, anyway, this taco place is good. It has a variety of delicious sauces, but what makes it unique is... You said the owner. No, I was going to say the shells, well, but the owner was nice too. Yep. But the shells, it's hard to find. You know, out of all my taco eating years and days, I'm not sure I've ever had a crunchy corn tortilla shell like that. Like you sometimes have the taco bowls, even though I'm not 100% sure they're corn. You have the soft corn, you have the soft wheat, but this is a hard corn. <laughs> An erect corn. Yeah, I was like, a corn on Cialis. That's not bad. Oh, mm-hmm. I approve of that joke. But it was really good. And I wanted to go back today, and Lissa didn't want to have it, so Listen I said, hungry forget at the time. It. Yeah, well, so we missed out on that tonight. But as Here I we are. said to Chris, this will make us savor the flavor. No, part I don't. Of, I don't live like okay, that. Okay, well, part of our part of this whole um, not drinking wine, the autoimmune protocol diet, made me realize that I 
when I have my wine every so often and have my coffee once a week and I have my chips every now and then that I savor and appreciate the flavor of that so much instead of abusing it and eating it mindlessly now I just all my taste buds are a flurry I get it but not for me That's for me fine. if it tastes good it's like oh cool I want it again because guess what it's going to taste good again but I get appreciating it yeah sure it's fine but I can tell you now, let's say we have it next weekend, it's not, I'm not going to be like, oh, it tastes even better. Well, like, yeah. the burgers and stuff, stuff that you're going to get in Green Bay, Green Bay, they will not, Bay. they wouldn't taste as good if it was across the street. That is a lie. I'm not. <laughs> that is a lie. lie detector determined. Yeah, that is a lie. That is so stupid. Of course it would. No, because it's, it's not the quality of novelty. the burger. It was no. delicious. I'm not, but... It wasn't the novelty, like I stand especially by it. the second hamburger place. I was stand Al's. by it. Yeah, since 1924. Yeah, that's just a basic burger. That has nothing to do with like now the novelty of Kroll's, maybe, but Al's is just a simple burger. But it's better than any burger here. Period. Full stop. Uh, okay, enough about food. Uh, I told Lissa this week that there was an announcement I was going to make on the podcast, and so we're mm. at the point. Uh, I wrote it down show. on my list, but I forgot about it for this. Mm. Yeah. You're the producer in charge Anyways, over here. Anyways. Uh, so the announcement that I have is I've been thinking about it for probably over a year now. And I told my coworkers this. Tell me. Well, we had been, and I, I mentioned this to you probably a couple of years back, but you probably weren't listening to me. Like probably not. Um, best way to say, like, we have students who come into... Uh, you know, school every single day and they complain about having a, con- a concussion. And a lot of the times it's like, y'all don't even know what a concussion is. Like, you think you have a headache, so therefore you have a concussion. Are these and athletes you just, or? No, these are just students who, uh, let's say, you know, I got hit in the head with a soccer ball and now I have a concussion. Or you just got hit in the head with a soccer ball that fell five feet from the, you know, uh, sky and hit you on the head. There's nothing wrong with you. You don't have a concussion. So I started to think about all the times in my life where I was playing a sport and I got hit and a coach said, oh, just, you know, walk it off or get some water. You're fine. I never told you about a story when I was living in England. I was playing basketball and I got hit in the head and I thought it was fine. You know, I just thought my quote unquote bell was rung. But like a, a couple of days later, I didn't realize that I could no longer make the number eight. <laughs> so this went on for about. No, I can't. It hurts to listen, laugh. Listen, this on. went on no. for about five months. No, Chris. When I no. couldn't make eight, no. I couldn't do it in my mind. So what I did was I put two circles and I connected them together for about five months. And I remember telling my parents that, and they were like, mm, and they probably thought I was high or something. But it lasted for a good five months, and I couldn't do it. And then one day, I tried to do it, and I could. I don't know if it was a brain block. I don't know. But as sure as I am sitting here, I could not make eight. If you paid me a million dollars, I couldn't have done it. And I started thinking about all the other times when I got hit playing a sport. And or I would throw up afterwards and have a bad headache, and I was like, "That's a concussion." 
And then I started thinking about now when there's so many times when someone talks to me and it's like I know what I want to say, but it doesn't come out immediately or I stutter over my words and it's like, that's... That's unfair because I am the queen no, of doing that. No, 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 that. no, no. But mine is I know what to say. It's running in my head and I'll be in the middle of a sentence and it's like, and then I'll continue. And I'm. it has to be concussions where I didn't take care of myself. It has to be that. There's no reason why someone can't connect or make an eight. Like something <laughs> is going on there. That is, I am dead serious on that. But anyway, I came to that revelation this week. That's an interesting story. And I am sorry that, that, that your coaches wanted you to continue to push through your pain. Well, to be fair, then we didn't know anything back in 1964. They knew, they knew <laughs> what they were up to. No, they, we didn't know about concussions. In 1993 well, or 94, do you think we really talking about concussions? It's fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. I they never knew. remember one person ever mentioning because they didn't want you to a know. A concussion. Because it's a deep secret. In, 90, like in 93, 94, sweeping it under 95. the rug, just like the NFL, complicit in oh, decades God, worth now of you're brain damage about on JV people. JV and varsity sports Yeah. being complicit like the NFL? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Not even close. I mean, not as much. But I'm Come just saying. Come on. Okay. They knew. No, they didn't. They always know. Uh, uh, you know, back then when I was playing a sport, it was not... Uh, mandatory to have an athletic trainer at the game. There were no athletic trainers, so they did not know. That means there was someone registered on staff as an athletic trainer for injuries. So if I were to get a concussion, the trainer would check me out and say, no, no, you're not going back in. You have a concussion. Or if, like, I broke my leg, there's someone who could take care of me until 911 arrives. Look. You know when something that didn't exist you then. know as a human adult when something is wrong, when someone gets hit, if someone knocks their brain, like No one know, you, no one you talked know, about knocking your 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 brain hitting your skull. Intuitively okay. you know. And I remember back in the day when I played mm-hmm. soccer, I had a really long established profound career. career. And this kid we played with was always getting concussions. And, like, even then, people were like, oh, he has got to go to the hospital. He had a concussion. Like, it was a really big deal back in the day. Uh, it wasn't as for me growing up. And anyone who's my age, um, feel free to reach out and talk to us about this. Because I, in my, in my day, no, we did not talk about concussions. We really didn't. So that's my announcement. Wow. I, I... I feel bad for you, but I also want to laugh at you because it's a very specific oh, thing care. to bring up. Well, I just thought about it for a long period of time, and I was like, you know what? I'm glad this you got to be it. I'm glad you were you have recovered from your. Oh, is that what you call? Yeah, recovered from your eight. I don't think so. Eight days. Eight days. I don't know. Your eight, eight writing eight. Yeah, I know, days. but you said eight days. Uh, eight. Yeah, that's just terrible. Anyway. Um, However, now I'm curious because I want to make sure that after you pass on, that your brain is studied. Donate my brain to science? Yeah. Now you can do it. Look, he wrote an eight next to the eight. Yeah, I know. I had to do this. Yeah, I get what you I no, get that. It looks like a snowman for yeah, those but it's the same, who aren't here with us. <laughs> it's a different, it's like tying your shoe differently. Uh, I, I get it, but I couldn't, I got to a point where I made a circle and it was like I didn't know what else to do. So you can laugh at just, all you want. You can laugh at all you want, but it was serious the, at the time. I'm sure. The worksheet of just like half, like 
starting the oh, A's, just but like not together. figuring it out. just connected together. What about uh, S's? Uh, it was just an eight. Oh. The only thing that struck out uh, to me was an eight. Mm, interesting. All right, story time over. Shall we get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast? Let's get into it. All right. Well, this podcast is about our guilty pleasures and what we think is... How would you describe it? Because I don't want to give away mine. Well, I just want to say that I've always had a weird... The the idea of a guilty pleasure leaves me... <laughs> Our dog is looking at a screensaver of uh, zoom, of like a drone over New York, and he's like really enthralled. He never looks at our television. Anyway. He's captivated by it. Okay, you always want to So yeah. I don't – something doesn't sit well with me by calling something a guilty pleasure because as a former Catholic, everything – Please, that, you were – oh, Every, God. Everything that you find pleasurable, oh. they make you want to feel guilty about. Sure, like, but don't claim that you were... Did I not go to Catholic school? Did I not experience all the Just sac- because sacraments? you're in a garage doesn't make you a car. You did, were not a Catholic. Like, you weren't a practicing Catholic. I got the Eucharist. <laughs> right. And here we go. I was... I... Priests talk to us a lot. I wore. Oh, priests talk to you a lot. Therefore, you must be a Catholic. Or a plaid little outfit. I was indoctrinated. So you went to a Catholic school, but that didn't mean you're a Catholic. I was better than every other Christians and oh, all okay, that you because were Catholic. Catholics, for some reason, are feel the sense of exceptionalism. Okay, okay now so I've go proven ahead. Myself. Go ahead. What are you saying? Anyway, growing up in the Catholic Church, it's like you have a sexual urge, and it's like you're guilty, you're sinful. It's like you bat your eye and it's a sin. So you you end up particularly, I think it's very specific to the Catholic Church. I'm sure there are other religions that are like this. But every single secular pleasure becomes a terrible, like you're in the terrible relationship with it because you have to feel guilty about liking it. Mm -hmm. So this idea of guilty pleasures, I would prefer to call it like more embarrassing pleasures. Mm. Okay, sure. That's but fine. I, yeah. I, guilty pleasure is a widely known phrase, so yeah, I'm okay that's with why that. I but said I'm just letting you know. I have to set. Pleasure. I have to set the stage. I, I, you must know this. Okay. All right. So give me one. What why, you got? Why don't you start it? Because I'm the producer, so I well, decide who goes first. Like one. Go. <clears throat> I have. If you, if you spend any time with me. You should know that I get the most satisfaction off of peeling skin. This is so gross. Also, should we set, like, there should be a warning. Like, if you have, or if you're grossed out by things. I mean, it's a bit too late for that. Okay, well. It's a bit too late. You just talked about you love peeling skin, you freak. I like peeling skin. I like the way it sounds. Yeah, I like the way is, it feels. This is uh, really gross, actually. Mm-hmm. Are you turned on? Oh, my God. That's fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, is it mm-hmm. just a, or is it just a guilty pleasure? Or Go it's on. disgusting. What's yours? Well, the first one. I like hearing babies cry. Oh. <laughs> I and thought... what I mean by that is... <laughs> the terror. When a kid doesn't get their way and their parent says, no! And then the kid's like, what? And then like they like smack their hand or something and they have that like 
two or three quick little cries and then they take that huge <laughs> inhale because they're about to just wail yeah, that's and funny. then they start crying. I love it. But like you don't seek it brat. out. You no, but I wait for it. You if you see a kid about to get in trouble, it's like, here it comes. You don't go I to Chuck E. Cheese and hide behind No, because that benches. would be a really weird thing, but I'm <laughs> with your, here. With your dick in your hand. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait. Can't wait for them to cry. Okay. It puts the lotion on the skin. Next. Which I've peeled off. Next. You're so, so gross. I love plucking an ingrown hair. Or a hair. I know that you don't disagree with me. No, I, I don't agree or disagree. I just think it's pretty gross. It's not guilty pleasures. It's just gross pleasures right now. That's what I, I said. Embarrassing pleasures. I don't even think it's embarrassing. It's just gross. It's not gross. It's just peel, plucking hair out of my body. and. Okay. Maybe not that one. But you said you like row. the way peeling skin sounds. Yeah, I do. That's gross. Okay. Just That's your opinion. I'm pretty sure it's everyone's opinion unless okay. you like peeling well, skin well when everyone reaches out to chris about his concussion and everyone else can reach out to me about the satisfaction of the sound of peeling skin okay like there's a scene in the craft 1990 something and it's about a Can't movie four witches and nev campbell's character was like bat has bad scars on her back and they start treating her with some like laser treatment and she starts to become healed. Her back becomes healed. And while there, like, she's under a microscope. And the doctor is taking tweezers and, like, peeling the skin off of her back. And underneath is the renewed skin. I really like that scene. All right. <laughs> Next. Well, I think you're sharing too much. <laughs> um, as you all know, I'm going to try to say this without laughing. And it's not the mm. one you think. It's <laughs> I know it's another I know what it is. No, it's not. It's not that one. No, I think I know what the other one is. It's hand puppets. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what it is about stupid sock or hand puppets, but if there's a song and someone is playing around with a hand puppet, I can't help but laugh. And it's it's just it's really sad, but I love it. Well, first off, you are not in situations where people are doing that. It's just me. Yes. Okay, so make that clear that it's only... If I were, like, someone tweets out some stupid video yeah, of yeah. someone doing it, Oh, yeah, it, it's what's hilarious. that one um, That one Instagram page that yeah, puts like, rap songs right, right, over Muppets? Yeah. Yeah. But that's really funny. That's my thing. Uh -huh. Next. This is a really destructive habit, and it is obsessing about my health. Uh, because I mean, I, and I and I say this obviously there's some sense of me that likes to do it like I, on, of course I wish I could relieve myself of that but there is obviously I just got my tooth got caught on my lip there's obviously how does that happen <laughs> it's dry uh, there's obviously some something deep down inside of me that that feeds off of that of course so therefore I'm gonna call it a guilty pleasure okay. I can understand that. It's, that's, yeah. I hate it. I hate that about myself, but it, it exists, and it wrecked me this week, so. Hmm. Well, Moving on a lighter on. note, uh, one of my guilty pleasures, and I've talked about this on the podcast, and I'll try not to laugh again, is when people gag or dry heave. Mm -hmm. It's just... Do you want to tell the story... So sweet. <laughs> ...about the, what happened this week with you, but no, you don't have to name names, the student? No. I, would, I think you should. No, I'm not going to. 
I'm Come not on, no, Chris. I'm not. I'm not going to because people know where I work, and some things should just be private. I'm not going to do that. No. Can you just? I'm not going to do that. Move on. We're not going into things that are private. That is not private. Uh yeah, it is. We're not getting into that. We're not getting into that. It's just she's she's alluding to something that happened where someone was disgusting and a coworker dry heave. That's all you had to say. A, yeah, dear God, and a coworker dry heave. Tiptoe around it, please. You wanted me to get. I wanted you to get into you it, but you could me to get give shitty. the gist of it for God's sake. <laughs> you didn't hear me. Shit was involved and yeah. a coworker dry heave. Like they're, they're, done. Okay, sure. Anyway, back to me and my gagging that I think is so funny. Uh, if you're trying to figure out what I'm talking about, because some people actually don't know what dry heaving means, just go back to Jim Carrey dry heaving in uh, Dumb and Dumber, and that's a meme that people love, and it's so funny. Or The Hangover when they're around the table. Oh, but people don't even <laughs> consider that one, but that's like low-key one of the best ones of all time. jacking off the little weenus of the baby, and then No, it's when the guy's guy talking about they had Jaeger last night, and he goes, Ugh! It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite pastimes is searching for celebrity pictures before and after plastic surgery. And that is also a, a, a sh- I shouldn't feel ashamed of it, but I feel ashamed about the waste of the time that I've spent on this. Like, that as, you if, should. as if I'm a fucking investigator yep. for like, like claims like yep. there's an insurance claim that's going to happen like, and well, no, they you reached had your out nose to me done, so, yeah, yeah and and they and I I've, I've done so much research but on the flip side of that now I can identify when people have had plastic surgery like I I I see it really quickly and it bothers me when I watch shows that are set in like the 1600s and I notice someone who has fake tits uh like in the notebook when her friend had fake boobs or supposed to be in the, in the 40s or a fake, like a nose job, whatever. It's like that, take, it takes me out of the scene. And if any casting directors want to hire me as someone who's really good at identifying uh, I really wish you modifications would. of the body for period pieces, you can call me. You could have listed any movie except for The Notebook. but uh, That's the one that typical. just comes to mind. So terrible. Because I was, it was really shocking. All right. Uh, I like watching people trip. Yes. You know that. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily, like, I don't want to see someone get hurt. But when someone just stumbles and they turn around and they look at the ground, like the ground jumped up and tripped them, those were my favorite. And I tripped last week, but I didn't turn around and be like, what the hell? I yeah, just that's, tripped and you keep moving. I, I don't know what, what the human instinct is to, to look behind you. You look you behind, like, well, oh, like, oh, my like God. A, like a crocodile didn't just jump in front of you yeah. when you're, like, shocked by it. It's like, it's... The ground like, might be uneven, but even if it, even if it was... Why are you going to turn around and look at it? Like, okay, what are you going to do? Put a caution tape up and be like, watch out, folks, you're going to trip. We spent Stupid. a good while in Rockefeller Center sitting down and watching people trip over this tiny little, like, elevated yep. curb. Oh, that was so fun. Yeah. And everyone did the same thing. Yep, you just they waiting trip, for it. So it got funnier back. and funnier and funnier. They trip, they yep. look back. They trip, they look back. Yep. And no one learned. No one saw the, the, the person in front of them. Speaking of, I mean, not really speaking of, but this past week, I'm waiting in a crosswalk. And the light hadn't turned yet to allow for pedestrians to walk. And someone was 
paying attention and saw that there were no cars coming and then started to walk. The person behind them was on their phone, yeah, wasn't well, paying attention, sure. and saw that someone in the you know Front their walk, periphery so they was walked. walking. Yeah. And then then a car start, a car came. Yep. I'm like, oh my god! Like, put your phone down, people. Uh, that's uh, not even talking about guilty pleasures. That's not, I'm just about, saying, like, yeah. it reminded me of like impending doom. You know, like this something bad's gonna happen right now because this person's not paying attention. Well, anyway. That had nothing to do with I don't know. I, I thought about it because people on their phones would be more likely to trip. Like, they're not paying attention, so they would trip. You know what I'm saying? I like yoga, but that was a stretch. Who was that? <laughs> I don't know. Who it was said that so joke? terrible. It was so bad. And it was bad just oh, now. Oh, God. It was, it was supposed to be bad. That's my last... Is it your turn? No, it's my turn. My last and final guilty pleasure goes out to all of the people who were born in 1940, and it is, they'll understand. They'll understand my love for Frankie Avalon and um, Annette Funicello beach movies. I'm, I, I tell Those you what, beach movies. you almost didn't get their name, so I was going to tell you, you don't really love them as much as you think you do. Seriously. What's their names again? Frankie and Annette. <laughs> no, but give me the full names. I don't know why I decided to say their full names. <laughs> <Right>. Like <laughs> middle name included, please. Junior, right or senior? They're, those are they're terrible movies. Beach man. movies. Terrible. The interesting part about those movies is that for the longest period of time, Hollywood was producing movies that were not. They were geared for like the general public, and it wasn't until the the baby boomers that mm-hmm. they started to produce movies trying to lure younger crowds in and started to focus on like teen movies which if you think about like before then movies weren't about teens there were some movies no no like I, get I, no, I get it I just but, like, think they're just they're they're, they're so terrible. they're so terrible they're like they're on surfboards fake they're their backgrounds are bad yep. the songs are bad the dancing is bad right. So this is definitely a guilty pleasure. Um, this, this is perfect. This is the yeah. perfect example of my yeah. personal guilty pleasure because I wouldn't watch these around you. No, like, you would Like, the things not. that I've listed, I wouldn't do around you. Well. Like, I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't peel, well. What I are you talking about? You but do that 24-7. I wouldn't. Um, yeah. Hmm. Uh, hmm. yeah, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> right. Like sometimes I go into the other room, yeah, but and take my pants off, and then just pluck yeah. my leg hairs, like my ingrown leg hairs. I didn't and know I... where you were going, and I'm glad you cleaned that up. <laughs> but what I was gonna say is, like, if I hear you walking down the hall, I would like put my pants on real quick, things, and then... <laughs> things scatter, and like I hear like all this heavy machinery <laughs> drop in the sink, and then a zip. What's and going on? Nothing. Like, nothing. Going? What? Nothing. What do you want, Shay? And you'd see me just pulling my pants up. Oh, that's weird. Um, I've got two more. Oh, okay. Um, Something, I don't think you know this. I love looking at old country white guys talking to old country black guys. Mm. I love it. I don't know why. Where'd you come up with that one? I just, I saw it a couple of weeks ago and I remember thinking, I don't know why this brings me so much joy, but, and I, and they have to be old because I, I think about the two different lives they've had. And so you look at them talk, and it's like... You're just talking about, like, rural folk, not, like, country like country singers. Like, I don't mean, like... What the hell are you talking about? I don't mean, like, country culture. I mean, like, rural, true rural, rural yes. authentic yes. individuals. Yes. Uh, and you, you see them 
talking and it's just, I love it. I could watch it all day long. I don't care what they're talking about. I just like seeing it. Uh, but you don't see it enough. Hmm. So that's like, again, something that's, it's there, but you just don't see it enough. And last but not least, I know you don't know this. So I own a ton of wrestling shirts. I'm not going to get into the specific number because I don't want you to leave me. But I own a lot of wrestling shirts. And every time I wear a shirt, all day long, I sing that person's theme in my head. And I love doing it. I hear voices. Of course. And, uh, but like every person, it doesn't make a difference what it is. It's like... You sing the, the first... The I sing that individual's theme song. Okay. In my head. All day long. It's like the only song that I've ever heard of. That's part of the obsessive compulsive uh, behaviors that I feel like you dabble into. Dabble? Yeah. Which I think I drown. But I don't want to label you as obsessive compulsive or someone who has family members who legitimately have suffered from that disease. But you know I have. You have the tendencies and I worry because. I, I, I would say it's worse than that. It's worse than what? It's worse than having a tendency. Okay, well, you're not full-blown obsessive-compulsive. Because it doesn't, it doesn't cripple go, my lifestyle. Yeah. I understand that. Whereas, yeah. so But I'm also so, singing a, a theme song yeah. in my head is not going to cripple my <laughs> lifestyle. Except for the fact that, you know, it doesn't make a difference. Where I am, what I'm doing, it's always in my head. What's the most obscure it. shirt you think you have? Oh, I I couldn't even tell you. Of the 542 of them. I couldn't even tell you. I have no idea. No. Because most of them, you could tell exactly who they are. If Clarence Thomas had a wrestling theme song when he entered the chambers, what would it be? (laughs) Um, Sexual chocolate. (laughs) Mark Henry. It's sexual, baby. Too soon? Not appropriate? Yeah, indeed. I just wanted you to say something just like that. Thank you. All right. Well, there's our guilty pleasure. You don't have any guilty, like, you staying on the couch and watching TV. That's not a guilty pleasure. That's just pleasure. playing the same movie over and over again when you go to bed. That's not a guilty pleasure. That's comfort. Like, that's not a guilty pleasure, Mm -hmm. though. No. Then what's your definition of guilty pleasure since I've already explained? I think what you said is, is... whether it's embarrassing or whether it's just something that you find joy in that some people don't know or it might think that you're stupid for having. Hmm. Like, no one looks at my thing like, the fact that I'm a 38-year-old man and laughs at hand puppets mm-hmm. like I was five is a problem. <laughs> I laugh when people dry heave. Like, that's, there's a problem with that. I sing wrestling theme songs every single day, all day until I go to sleep. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. But I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thank you for sharing your deepest, darkest secrets. With, You're welcome. With me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I got there, friend. Why do you have glitter on your chest? I think it's from the bath bomb. The last bath bomb I used. Mm-hmm. It was love. And meanwhile, it's like, this is the opposite what? I don't know. What? It was the last one I had, and it was love. But why'd you say this is the opposite? Because I'm not loved. Your dogs love you Swimming in my own filth in a bathtub. Yeah, it's gross. 
Uh, all right. Well, I hope everybody has a great week, and I'm sure you hope everyone has a good week as well. And we will have an interesting podcast next week. We'll have some more developments on our week because it's going to be a busy week for both of us. We're not taking, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> we're not taking a summer hiatus. No, we oh. are not. Why? No. That's interesting. We got nothing but time. We're good. Even though we do have a lot of things planned for the summer. I asked part. Chris earlier if we should, and he said, no, we should be doing more. And I said, okay. We should. I'm here. At least once a week. If you weren't cooking meat for 15 hours on a Sunday, we could have done this earlier. Food prep. That's what we got to do. Have yeah. it now so we don't have to cook later. So we wait until the last minute when I have... Yes, the last minute. It's 7 o'clock on Sunday it's evening. It's late. That's really late. That's late. That's like close to midnight. You know we go to bed at 9.01? 9.01. That is definitely 45 minutes past my bedtime. Mm -hmm. All right. Have a great evening. I hope you have a great evening. Everybody. No, I want you to have a great evening. All right. See ya. Say something. Pieces. Kisses. Love. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.